the raw ancient element of fire that offers comfort, protection and provision. Fire Pit is a journey to uncover the fire stories of the Bible and to personally connect with the God who is behind them all. There's a really famous character in the Bible called Peter who was a disciple of Jesus and then later became a powerful leader in the early years of the church. But this is the story of how Jesus lifted him from the burnt out charred remains of a devastating betrayal. This is Embers. Peter had tremendous natural ability, but unfortunately that was undermined by his character flaws. He was the one who spoke with the loudest voice the night that Jesus gathered his friends together for a meal as the flames of religious hatred were growing in Jerusalem. It would end with Jesus being nailed to a cross. So let me tell you what happened to Peter during two separate encounters, one at night and one during the day, and both as he stood around a fire pit. But to set the scene, we need to first drop in on what the Bible says about that meal that Jesus had with his disciples as he predicts Peter's downfall. Jesus said, I have pleaded in prayer for you, Peter that your faith should not fail. But when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said, Lord, I'm ready to go to prison for you, even die with you. But Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even knew me. His objections were strong, but his commitment to Jesus and the way he said that he was going to live were about to collapse around him as the pressure of the unfolding events exposed his weakness. Peter just couldn't cope with the crucifixion of Jesus because it didn't line up with his plan. It didn't stack up with how he thought this whole thing should have played out. Let's pick up the story again from the Bible. They arrested Jesus and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, this man was one of Jesus' followers. Peter said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, you must be one of them. I'm not, Peter replied. Someone else insisted, you must be one of them because he was a Galilean too. But Peter said, I don't know what you're talking about. And while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, Jesus turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, his words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny three times that you even know me. Peter left the courtyard, weeping bitterly. 
so the embers of a charcoal fire provide the backdrop as Peter washes his hands of Jesus in an almost unbelievable act of betrayal. Utterly devastating moments in the life of a man who Jesus had called, trained and trusted. One of those catastrophic end of the road moments where the pain of personal failure is so overwhelming. For Peter, he must have thought, is there ever going to be a moment, a time or a day when I can look my friends in the face again? But it wasn't the end for him because there was another fire pit moment fast approaching. The promise of God that is written throughout the pages of the Bible is the promise of a second chance. It's what we find right at the centre of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a fresh beginning, a fresh opportunity to put it right. Soon after Peter's denial, Jesus went to the cross and died. And then after three days, God the Father raised him from the dead. The Bible portrays a number of occasions where the resurrected Jesus appeared to his disciples. But on this occasion, it happened right at the spot where Jesus had called Peter and invited him to follow him three years earlier. The disciples are fishing again back out in a boat and Peter is completely lost in guilt and regret but suddenly realises that the risen Jesus is standing at the shoreline. Ahead of the others, he dives into the water and swims towards Jesus. Let's pick it up from the Bible again. When they got to the shore, they found breakfast waiting for them. Fish cooking over a charcoal fire. After breakfast, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Now, Jesus is not asking Peter to take over a sheep farm. He's asking him to be the leader that he was always supposed to be, to get over and move on from his failure and to care for the church that is about to expand rapidly. Jesus is asking Peter to be a protector and a father. What an amazing change in a week. At the first fire pit, he's standing with the wrong crowd in the shadows of nighttime. But now he's round the embers of another charcoal fire in the morning, in the light of day, by the shoreline. Jesus came back for Peter and offered him the second chance that he so desperately needed. This time there would be no turning back. Maybe you're in a similar situation, caught between the shadows and the shoreline. Maybe Jesus wants to meet with you in exactly the same way as he met with Peter. Peter went back fishing because he couldn't cope with what his life now looked like. To those who have made bad mistakes, 
Jesus offers an invitation, not an invitation to jump through a set of religious hoops, but an invitation to breakfast. Peter's journey is actually the journey of every single one of us, a complex mix of success and failure. But you see, God has made a way for us to turn around and find our way back home to him. He waits for us to embrace us, to dust us down, to put us in a family and to fill us with his fire. Why don't you take a step towards him today? This prayer is really going to help you do that. Father God, thank you for the second chance that is mine because Jesus died in my place to pay the price for my mistakes. I'm stepping out of the shadows today to meet you at the shoreline of a new day and a new adventure with you. Amen. Amen.